You know it's time to do it major. Here's to the hustlers, the movers and shakers. Get up on your grind. Don't let the haters get ya. I know that you got a vision. Now it's time to deliver. Yeah, yeah. Giving you the tools, helping you to grow. Level up, time to shine like you never did before. Let them know. More than a podcast, it's a mindset. You can do anything, you just gotta keep grinding. Let's go. The Entrepreneur Adventure. Hey, the Entrepreneur Adventure. You ready? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Adventure Podcast as we continue our conversation with Mike Usry. All right, so rolling from there. And so, again, I, I know we camped out there for a little bit because I felt like that was so important, man. And, and, yeah, and even now in the room, like I, you said you feel, I'm like, I feel it, man. I feel this like the, the chills, so to speak. But you climbed out of that moment. You're a successful entrepreneur. You probably were surrounding yourself with positive community at the time and starting to make some changes and carve out some crap in your life that shouldn't have been there and replace it with some good things. So you went on to, you were doing some marketing stuff from that point on, getting rid of the clothing business, getting rid of the bars, you get this job, you're working this job, you're there for 13 months. You gotta, you're still doing your marketing on the side at the time. You're doing some like web design and stuff at this point or not? I was doing a little web design at that point. Um, yeah, here and there tinkering with it, doing little freelance jobs, not a whole lot. Then um, when that job ended, you know, my point was, all right, my wife basically said, okay, here's your birthday present. You know, we're in the fall, December 1, you can go back out on your own again. You've earned it. You know, it was really, <laughs> that's exactly how it was. I'm like, uh, okay, yay. Mom's letting me go out on my own again. So, I'm out of probation. Yeah, She's letting me out of the nest. Probation. So, restrictions over. Yeah. yeah, she had gotten back on with the university. And so, yeah, then I started off uh, just freelance marketing. Okay. And that's, yeah. I was building websites. Um, yeah, things started to rapidly go just really good. I mean, I can't just say a time of quick prosperity from just being down in the dumps and negative, like horrible debt. I mean, you can imagine the debt I was saddled with trying to pay that off. And so, you know, fast forward within a year, I find myself working on the Sony music team developing websites. So I'm building, uh, Beyonce, Avit brothers, all these, you know, awesome websites. I'm, that's what I do. I get up my code all day. Every day I'm coding 10, 12 hours because they're paying me hourly. I'm going to try to pay this debt off. Loving it. Loving, Loving life right now. Loving life right yeah. now. I mean, just talking about just the just grind, like grinding in a great way because I don't have anybody to deal with. Yeah. And just everything's over there. And so. Because you um, are a huge introvert. He's by, who's lived somewhat of an extroverted experience with what yeah, you've been doing, but it really I'm comes down introvert. to it. You like time by yourself, so you're coding. Like you're I not mean, dealing with people very much. Exactly. During this kind of healing time, too, you're still like getting back on your feet on the entrepreneur mm-hmm. journey, leaving the job. So you're doing this. By the way, this is funny because we are all at this point probably in the same civic group. We are. This is when we all. Yeah. This met is. Again. I think this is like when I just started meeting Mike and just mm-hmm. started, yeah. you know, getting to know everybody. Everybody that, that we're on, Mike, here. you might not even remember this. Mike would call me and he'd be like, "Hey, man, can you look at this website for me?" He's like, "Cause I look at it and I'll, I'll see it's from the inside out. I need somebody to look at it from like just like <laughs> how are they experience it? Cause I don't know, I don't know how to look at it like that." So, oh yeah, yeah man, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, cause I see code, right? That's why yeah. I would see black and white and form and function. Very different days back then, and so yeah, that was. So, so you're making a lot of money. I'm making you, pretty good at this. You're time. loving life. Things are great. You're coding. Smell a curse coming here. Well, I yeah, smell I an opportunity. Well, it's kind of another opportunity. So, well, Matt Chastain. So, yep. this is at the JCs. So, did you meet Matt in JCs? Well, I knew him in college. Okay, but right, yeah. very loosely. So I knew Matt in college too. Oh, okay, yeah. so there's yeah, a, that full circle there. Exactly. 
So I don't know 15, if you remember. He comes yeah. in JC's. He goes, I just like to tell everybody I'm leaving the radio station. I'm going out on my own. If you got anybody that needs creative work. So I'm like, uh, cause I could build a, any marketing campaign for my clients that would get tons of views. I could get it visible, but the content was terrible. I knew the content was terrible. Yeah. Right. And so Matt was the exact opposite. He would build uh, this content amazing genius. content and nobody would see it. <laughs> It's a match made in heaven. Yes. So there you go. We finally figured it out and we plugged in together and we literally said from day one, we do not want to start an agency, right? I've got, Matt wanted to do movies and TV and produce content. I had just started Southland Organics. So let me go. Part of the story is Southland Organics. I'm ag passion background i love it um one did, of you, my, did you know that when you got out of college or did that just come back to you from your upbringing i even through college i'm the guy that's got a tomato garden okay yeah, so you are still all right, yeah, yeah i just love mike's garden. bringing us to yeah. fresh tomatoes to football <laughs> practice here buddy here heinz <laughs> here you go so that was all part of my past but one of my clients had this formula Mm-hmm. And they were like, and I built a website for it. We did some government marketing. And I'm like, y'all really should build an e-commerce site. E-commerce is the next great thing. You know, this is 09, 10. Oh, boy. And they're like, oh, no. Nah. This is like the gold rush year. Yeah. And so yeah. they told me, they go, why don't you just build a e-commerce, whatever you're talking about, and, and we'll just sell it to you and you resell it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, right? I'm like, fun. It's fun. We're going to do yeah. this little thing out of a g- garage of our house. So I got permission from my wife. <laughs> Southland literally starts in my garage. And, you know, I'll never forget the first order that came in on e-commerce. Side, side project. Side, side project. project. Doesn't that sound so yeah. sweet at uh, that point so in simple. life? Man, it's so, so simple. simple. I'm going to make some extra money. Yeah. And work three hours a week. This is great. Yeah. So that was it. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do I, I can build websites. That's what I'm doing for a living. So why not do this? And I absolutely was thoroughly passionate about it and read it, rather read it. That's great grammar. Was reading a lot. And, uh, that's that master's degree coming out. <laughs> exactly. Was reading a lot, and really that's my passion. So I've got my passion. Matt's got his passion. Matt's problem is selling. Matt sells too well. He's good. He's oh, yeah. really good at sales. Yeah. Y'all know him very well. Yeah. He will sell something and doesn't care if he can fulfill it or not. Somebody will fulfill it, and that was usually me. So, uh, yeah. I'll just fast forward all of that because you want to talk about just absolute kind of unparalleled success and growth was from 2010 till 2015, 16 with that. Yeah. Um, Southland was growing at a good, strong, steady pace, optimal growth, which you'd like to see out of a company that you're not milking off of. Prolific just bloomed. I mean, it was just kind of, it ballooned. You know, we went from sharing a few clients and having really good side money and focusing over here to, okay, now we've got 20 employees and 35 clients overnight. And it was just, that was, but Hey, my one thing there, the only reason I knew that I had to keep doing that. And I knew this grind is wrong. I can't keep grinding, but I got a lot of debt to pay. Uh Yeah. You had external pressure of like, I got, yeah. Yes. And so I remember my uncle calling me as I'm on my way to Spartanburg, South Carolina to see a client going, I'm concerned about your debt. Pay it down. Because he was on my board of directors and knew all the cash that was coming in. So, okay. 
So it really was. It was during that time that I was able to sock away and get rid of that debt. And so, and that's awesome. It yeah. is, but but it, you know I had to grind, and I don't like using. And you that had term. and you had to build something you never wanted. You had to build an agency that I didn't want. You had to build it to twenty employees that you didn't want. Yeah. It was a necessity of all right. I can do it. Just because you do can, it. don't mean you should, but you can, and that's your avenue to yeah get out of debt. So it's like, all right, I can put these pieces together. While on the side, you were going Southland the way you wanted to. Exactly. And I think that was the beauty of it. Southland was growing at a nice steady pace because I wasn't having to put a lot of pressure on it. Mm -hmm. And it was just Because you didn't need to extract income from it. Exactly. And that was the really, really beautiful thing of it. And we we were way ahead of our time with what we were trying to do with what was going on in the market with it. And uh, we just had to be slow and bide our time. And there's some instances we still are with it. Um, but it's been the, the one right thing I would say that I finally learned to do. And I love doing that business. It is my passion. It's e- a lot of it's e-commerce yeah, and direct sales. So, um, so I want to, you said something earlier before we started recording and I want to hit it right here. Cause you just mentioned that you, you were grinding cause you had to grind, but you, you mentioned something that Andy <laughs> told you when you were getting started with, with prolific in the marketing firm here. Well, this was, we weren't getting started. We were humming at this point. Okay. And so Matt and I, we have grown and we're big. I mean, we are a big agency. Was this Barnett Show Days or you already moved over here? So, point? well, we had just moved over here. Okay. So it was just moved into the new building. Yep. Yeah. Just moved into the new building. And that's when we, Matt onboarded, I kid you not, 19 clients in a month. Oh my God. Oh so my God. thank you. I just broke out in hives. Yes. You know what that pain feels like. Oh boy. You can't, there's no win. There. How many clients you did you, you have? You can't win. There. You can't win. There is no win because there's no six, there's nothing you can do to be successful there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what leads to my th- that statement with Andy. So what, are, what do we have before that? Yeah. Like you had nine, you got onboarded 19. Did you have I would say we clients? had 15 clients and then we onboarded 19. Yeah. So you like doubled in a month. Yeah. And then there's people in the hallway. You're like, okay, when did we hire you? Because you have to. Right. Yeah. And so it was just insane. <laughs> he made a deal with this national group because Matt can sell. You ever want to do something? Let that kid go sell something. Oh, he is yeah, a great seller. I forgot about that. He yeah. made a national deal and it, guess who paid for it? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yep. well, you know, we, <laughs> I'm not dogging him. They do can sell and he knows what, and nothing stresses him out. I don't understand it. The world can be. I got so many Matt Chastain stories oh, yeah. about He just operates at like a high level of stress anyway, and so like you can't stress him out because he's already like, this is I don't think it registers. I really don't. But he's just one of those guys. Talking to his wife, it's quite comical because she's a stickler. And she's like, try being in my world. I just have to learn to not even look at it. So, you know, but sometimes as entrepreneurs, is that wise or is that just crazy? Yeah. So how do you operate in that? But going back to the thing, we're growing galore, and I think Andy's seeing us grow because they were growing, but they were growing probably smarter than we were. Um, so Andy goes out and, and uh, does a lot of research and studying, comes back. He calls me one day. We, Although we're good friends, we rarely see each other. Uh-huh. But you know that. You don't see anybody, and then you see me like, hey, buddy, I hadn't seen you in Ooh, wow, it's been a while. But he, he goes, I need you to go out to lunch with me. And I'm like, ooh, uh-oh, okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, something's wrong or really good. Or I don't as know long as we're not flying time. across the country to pick something up, I'm good, man. I got <laughs> yeah. an hour. I can make an hour <laughs> like, for like, did my wife call you? What's the problem here? Are you really walking down the street? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's, yeah, I was, I was nervous because he never, so we sit down and he goes, hey, I just want to let you know the thing that we were told 
by somebody really wise that we're trusting. So I guess at this point, we're listening to other people. Brilliant idea, right? And he goes, you need to know this with Prolific, is the guy was telling me that you can starve, meaning lack of business, or you can choke too much business. They both lead to death. Man, that's so freaking good. It is. And that stuck with, I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Because we were choking at the time on Prolific. Because we had too much business. You know, when you get too much business, you don't do anything well. Yep. And so I'm like, you know what? You start what? spending too much money, too. You do. Because you, you think you can. underserving and you try to spend your way out of it. I can throw money at this problem. Yep. I can throw money at it. So that was what we were. But, uh, but for the first time in my life, I heeded some advice. I went back and told Matt, I said, look, here's the deal. He goes, okay, let's fire a couple clients. Because he can do that. He's got a switch at whatever. Sure. There you go. So from then on, I mean, we whittled them down and just started, you know, it actually wasn't a, it's not an easy business. You know, Mm -hmm. we can go into where prolific is today, (laughs) but uh, it's not an easy business, but I think it's taught me a lot. And I think from the dark night position of my life, start to finally listen and start to finally understand that, Hey, there's people that know what they're doing. Listen to them Uh and you'll, you'll be okay. So, so you grew this agency. You and Matt grew this agency together, never really intended to. Here you are. Now, Matt starts finding another area of creative outlet he wants to pursue, other dreams, other passions, big, big goals, big things he wants to do. But you still want to stick with the agency side. No. You don't. Do not. You just didn't have a choice. We had an so the smart thing, if you're going to have a partner is to have everything laid out on paper, blah, blah, blah. Okay. We yeah. have nothing on paper, yeah. but we always had really strong agreements, yeah. right? Hey, first one out, the one that's left with it has to shut it down or keep the lights on. It's that person's choice. But the first one out goes, goes as they want to go. All right. It's just a, I like that. Yeah, that okay. was the so clear expectations yeah. of what's going to happen if yeah. this thing dissolves. Yeah. Absolute clear expectations. And Matt and I have a really great, weird relationship that's just been really good i mean a high trust relationship from the start extremely high yeah that's good really i mean we trust Mm -hmm. each other immensely Uh and uh i never forget we're in we're going to nashville tennessee to meet a client and i just the whole way home i'm kind of at that stress point because my dad's paid down enough now to where i'm like i can i'm good right and I'm like crying because I'm overloaded, overworked. And I'm like, I got to get out. I got to get out. Matt, Matt and I are in the car with, with Jesse Carr. And I'm like, I got to get out. So, Matt, I'm telling you now, I got to get out. Um, I'll figure it out. But by this summer, I'll have you an exit plan. Well, that sorry sucker comes in, <laughs> doesn't tell me. He goes, because I was on a rant. He goes, I was letting you rant. But last week in the car, he already knew he something. Already knew he already something. knew something. Yeah. He was already he out was the like, door. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. And so, so he let me rant like a baby. He said, never divulge your cards, I guess, because he had all the cards. He came in that Monday morning. He's like, my movie's funded. I'm out. I'm like, you. I'm happy for you. Absolutely. I'm very happy because your movie's funded. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, had, I didn't have a choice. I had to either shut it down. Or, or maintain. Yeah. And so, faced with a new challenge, just said, let's go. Let's, let's do let's it. Strap it on Which go. comes back to that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I still, as an entrepreneur, man, I'm in the middle of this now with stuff. We're, we're all overloaded. We all have too yeah. many irons in the fire. We say yes to too much still, even 20 years later. But 
the, you had the grind and the work ethic to keep it going. Like, all right, there's people, there's clients, there's stuff. I can see some benefit for me here. Southland's my passion. Southland's growing. But I got enough grind and work ethic. I'm going to keep this rolling. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I I think it's a good thing if you have a finite ending time for that grind. Okay. If yeah. you don't mm. say, my grind stops on this date, you're in trouble. But you don't have to. You know why? Because there's a lot of other people out there with the entrepreneur curse. Yeah. And this is where Mr. Brown comes in the picture. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> I'll buy this from you. <laughs> yes. Hey, where's a sucker? Let me find a sucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll come to you. you this just, is true. You put it out in the universe. Yeah. That, that, it does. That curse they is more contagious than COVID. Oh man, boys. it's so good it too because it's just like it's just like Mike on the front end of the whole the whole entrepreneur adventure he's on. It's like, oh, this looks easy. How hard could it be to, well, to run like, a women's clothing boutique? <laughs> hey, Earth because you know what. Yeah. <laughs> An accountant knows so much about marketing. Oh, yeah. It's such a natural fit. Yeah. Let's take an accountant and let's buy a marketing firm from a website coder and a marketing guy because I can do it better. You know what? The yeah. only better way to do it is to, to bring in partners. That's right. With no business They, they have absolutely no marketing great, skills either. Yeah, great <laughs> skills in what I, they do. I do not understand why I'm not on a beach somewhere like retired by this You're on that. Decision. I'm going to bring some. This is probably, this might be good for all of us, but Blake Shelton has this thing about a beach. He says some yeah. beach somewhere. somewhere. I don't know if you guys know that old song, but uh, yeah. a bunch of Georgia boys should be able to resonate with that. That's, Where that's is more, it? it's more. It's more Blake Shelton beach or some beach somewhere than it is Corona beach. But you're feeling Corona, like the whole Corona thing when you buy this business. You're like, oh, man, six months into this thing, I'll be making mailbox money. Yeah. So, I just, it'll be easy. So, so like, here is – I want to cover some ground really quick and, and really just share this message <laughs> to our audience. And while you can manage the curse – you cannot cure the entrepreneur curse. No. You can manage this, but you can't cure it. And here's why. I'm going to tell you why. And it's the three of us sitting right here. Please do. Number one, you had my curse come in and buy prolific. I spent two years of time and effort and frustration to try to get prolific to where I thought it should be in my mind of how a marketing agency should run. I've never worked for one. I've never looked at one. I don't know anything. I just had this preconceived notion of what it can do. Oh, you same thing that Mark did on the beginning. You're you're good at looking at the financial projections on paper for anything. But then by the time, I think it's about that two, two and a half year mark where you realize like, boy, I don't think I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I think this was a bad idea. And I am... I work hard enough or I'm good enough where I haven't got in so much debt mm. or so much trouble I can't get myself out of it. So I'm like, who do I know that would be interested in a marketing agency? <laughs> who has that curse as well? I'm, like, I'm going to call Mike Usry. <laughs> call him back. Oh, and God. I call Mike. And guess what? He's interested. <laughs> <laughs> Buys. Prolific back in a part ways. Now we're business partners through it all. And here's where it comes full circle, boys. Full circle. Mike's got a new farm. Southland's crushing it. There's a new building. Prolific moves out there. There's this old, awesome building that you could grow a business out of, man. You could grow some stuff around it. My business partner, Josh Melton, says, hey, man, we should take that building. We should sign the lease on that building. We don't know what we would do with it. 
but we could grow a business out we of it. We could do something. something. It's got a studio. It could be something really something. cool. So now the three of us sitting here, we have never talked about it together. We've never even had a discussion together with the three of us, I don't think. No, well. We've got business partners. we got buildings. we got all sorts of stuff. We're all related and tied in. And we've through, never talked about it together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we're all excited about it. Hey, excited for something. And before we started recording, we were talking about Chad buying yes. a bar. Oh right? gosh! Yes. So maybe what we should be doing is that the three of us should go we in together on the bar in that building. Yeah, no, that I'm gonna say that we should. You and I should tell him no, and then you and I should tell him no on something else. That's the best mean, way we yeah. can do it. Is be accountability. <laughs> now I think we're on to something. There needs to be like people have these like masterminds and these boot camps and these week sessions and these coaching calls and all that stuff. We need like a weekly no session. Yeah, it's like. I'm, Come, come in, sit down. We're going to tell you everything you ought to say no to. And no. we're going to come back next week and we're going to do it again. It would, honestly. That may be the answer. It would save me more money, time, and headache <laughs> and make my wife a lot of help, not a, help, a happier person. It, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely would be. Absolutely. In all seriousness, I have this business idea. And I feel like okay. you, you might want to go in on it with me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so it would no. be really good. <laughs> I really, I think no. I told Chad this. I was like, I think I'm going to start a consulting practice where I consult with guys who are like are solopreneurs. So it's like bike usry bar owner where i'm the hired partner so it's yeah. like i don't own the thing you, you just hire me to be your partner yeah so i can tell you no that's no. stupid don't do that don't do it don't, don't do yeah it. i don't think it's it. a great idea don't so hey man what don't do you do think that. about it because it you is it? it is a lot of times what we need you can't listen josh you could do that but i'm telling you you shouldn't do that <laughs> yes you absolutely hey man could. i'm a i'm your business partner on paper here so yeah. i have, but i'm like emotionally completely unattached yeah. so all the good crazy things you think you can do with this and that two of us together are like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm like no that's, that's none of that's idea. gonna happen Mm-mm. let me tell yeah. you why yeah. you know it's just it's, it's funny to see how it works so you guys are business partners for the first first time first yeah, time absolutely. i mean as much business we going back and forth and blah 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 it's yeah. first time I, it's so partners. funny i just well, love that got you. our first meeting together as business partners tomorrow yeah we're doing our first meeting yeah I feel like so it's so are. funny. You sold him a business, and he like sold part of it back to you. Yeah, it's that's so what happened. Oh, this is the oh no, he's gotten smarter. Oh, he's smarter than I am. <laughs> I tried to sell it all back to he him. Tried, he, yes. he wouldn't take uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. Yeah. It I ain't because I was like, I want to hang on to part. He was smart enough to be like, that is oh. That is, <laughs> that is so, so I've been that solopreneur. <laughs> I've been there. You should have asked me about I've been partners with him for a long time. You should have asked me about that first. Don't, that's where well, well, you See, I could have hired. That's just where I could have had. So, my business would have been in place. I'd have hired myself for, oh, for my yeah. part. I'd advised him against this. This is amazing. It is hilarious. It but is. so I'm March 26th of this year. Yep. I'm sitting there having coffee, 6:45 with my wife, and Chad Brown calls. Chad Brown never calls. And I looked at Karen, and I held up the phone. She gave me the little dog. <laughs> Tilt the head huh? look, and I said, "It's either really bad or really good. Don't know." So get off the phone with Chad and David, and I'm like, "I don't know whether to laugh, cry, or throw up yeah. at what they just asked me." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you interested in buying back Prolific? No, no, I'm not. Oh, man. Um, but I'll say this: I probably annoyed everybody at my office, like my core Southland team. If they had been there a while, especially those that have been there through the prolific time i had a long conversation with each and every one of them you about were smart this. enough to get outside opinions and consult with yes. people under you and people beside you and over you absolutely that's, mm-hmm. that's key there Galore. That's i hey, was man. like don't yeah. know what to do here is right or wrong and so we had long talks about this yeah before 
Now you should have called me. I would have sent you an invoice. <laughs> you could have you could have billed me for that. Don't advice. do it. Here's Don't an invoice. Do it. So in the process of this prolific experience, then, which is again, you've built a successful business here, you and, and you've been able to somewhat maintain like you had a partner, then you were solo, then you're out. Now you got partners. Partners. And so it's mm-hmm. it, but the business has been successful through the through the years. It's maintained. It's probably has the highs and lows like any business is yeah, going to have, business. right? But you've also read like Southland has become a like phenomenal it. business yeah. yeah and it was running in the background again you're talking about side gigs earlier not loving side gigs but i think one of the interesting things with the with the right side gig is like a lot of people try to make their side gig their full-time gig too quickly and it mm. steals from them but if you can not have to take the money from it for a little bit and if you really do like it and do it and it's not stealing all your time taking away from your primary source of income or your primary primary business you can kind of grow something in the background until it's at a point where you could launch from it. Now, I think a lot, a lot of our past guests we've had on the podcast, they've had a job. Yeah. And they had a side gig, and they left their job for their for side, their side gig, gig versus having two businesses at once. I think it, I, I do believe multiple businesses for most entrepreneurs, especially when they're, I say emphasy stages, but what I mean is like, mm-hmm. If you still have to play a role in the business and you have a secondary business, I think that's where the challenge comes because it's competing for your time. It's interesting. You know, I've never thought about it till right now. Maybe the reason people with a job and a side gig are more successful or people with another business and a side business like Southland is so successful, you really, as a, as a strong entrepreneur, as good at what you do and, and how you are with growth, you're not spending the time over here to grow this thing or blow it up to so blow it fast. Up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not if I growth. can't spend time on it, I can't blow it up. Yeah. Let me just grow at the pace it wants to grow. That may be the answer. It I think it is because my even though I was part owner of Prolific, it was my income. That was my job. Yeah. Uh-huh. And no matter push come to shove, everybody always needs marketing and I can go get a marketing gig and make money to pay bills yeah so that was my job it was just nice having your job in the same building as your side business oh yeah because when you moved to the from y'all moved in that small house moved to a bigger space you put both businesses in the same space yes which helps you on from a time perspective right you could kind of do both without it being a stress share employees share resources low overhead but brilliant singing the southland praises so over the years you've been able to develop that business into again a phenomenal business with multiple products you kind of started off with just one product right yeah you're selling Mm -hmm. but you've been able to discover and develop more um, mm-hmm. a lot of employees out there too doing their doing your thing and yeah. you built it now where you're like you're so we we're talking about the farm earlier mm-hmm. like you live yeah. on the same land that yeah. the business runs from yes. which is a would be bad it's, for some people but i think for you it's like ideal uh, right it that so you know we're all we've all read the books on vision casting and planning and everything mm-hmm. so i'll never forget as we brad broxton jesse collier alan reynolds and i went up to jesse's farm in uh, Arnoldsville, Wild, Wildwood, um, Cloverly Farm, excuse me, in years ago, 2014, 15, and we did this big, weird vision casting session. Close your eyes, imagine what it was. It is. What does the future of Southland look like? And it's scary because I go back and read those notes versus what it is now, and it is scarily close because I still have that piece of paper with what I said we wanted to see and build and do. And it's so funny is Alan's was, I show up to the office after the gym, I check on everybody and I go back home. Alan's there less than, th- less than two hours yeah. a week now. 
That is awesome. Making more money than all of us, by the way. He's in the gym a lot more than he's at work. <laughs> yes. He's in honest. the gym an awful lot more than he is. But that was his vision for what it is. And I'm like, what a weird vision back then. Yeah. But he's spot on it right now. Yeah. It's so cool to see. But that's what you're talking about goal setting, and this is what it is. But, yeah, it's a lot of it was it wasn't forced. You know, everybody's like, this is my goal. I'm going to grind to it. Well, there's mm. life has its rhythms. You have to yeah. obey the rhythms and just keep faith that it's going to come. As you say, you can't force it. And being someone who had forced it previously. Yes. And then as a result of forcing it previously, you had to apply some force when you didn't want to, when mm. you're like really blowing up prolific. I mean, part of the dream for you probably eventually was, I just want to be able to take it as it comes. Like just yeah. not have to be like being forceful all the time. Which, again, it seems to be the, one of the reasons your business has probably expanded as it has is that you haven't been strangling it or choking it or starving it. You know, you've just been like, let's, yeah. lay, let's, let's feed the thing and let's let it grow. Let's let it grow. And that's the thing. The, you know, the problem with me is always cadence is I get antsy and bored. But mm-hmm. the one thing I would say I've learned to do correct with Southland is it doesn't depend on me. Like, yeah. I can go on vacation and it's humming along. It doesn't need me. Now, I provide value to it, but it doesn't need me. So a lot of times. It doesn't need you, and you can't run it all. I cannot run it all. That's big. That's what you helped me figure out on on some stuff this past week. I consistently, the little Chad. He's really good. (laughs) I bring him back down. We go for jogs, and I come back, like, you know. Low self-esteem. Pretty humble. (laughs) Chad goes in and gets under his desk. It seems so simple. Why didn't I see that? Yeah. I was like, I know why. Because Josh told me, you know. Bring him back down a notch. Uh, yeah, man, that's, it's cool to see your business growing like it is. Now, and that being said, too, we we're talking about the entrepreneur's curse. And on the front side of this, we're like, it's it's focus. Like, we, we just have a difficult time focusing. We People will say shiny object syndrome. Like, we mm. see things, and we're like, oh, I could fix that easy. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that most of the time, we can fix it. You, yeah, It's you just can. that we can't fix it easy and should we fix it? It's going to take more time. Oh, yeah, you just do this, this, and this. It's simple to fix it, but it's not easy to fix it most of the mm-hmm. time. There's also a piece of this where I think you mentioned this earlier too, Mike. You can, your, your skill set is marketing. Like yeah. You can make the phone ring. You can make people click here to purchase. Yeah. And so that is where you could go into most businesses and make an immediate difference. But you may not be able to change the fact that they can't produce the product on the back end, right? Never and the same that. thing with Chad. Like Chad, was, he can sit down and he can be like, I can, I can make these numbers work. But he may not be able to make the, the, people, work. the people work. Right. right. And so we all see where we, we see where our skill set could fix a business, but we don't necessarily always see like the other skill sets that would Need, need that would that business would need mm-hmm. to be fixed. We kind of casually throw those in because we're oh yeah I could do this this and this and we're right we are right when we see it and when yeah. we say it we just don't always see the parts of the business that need to be fixed that aren't in our skill set. And what we do is we double down on our skill set. You're like let me do more marketing. <laughs> yeah, we'll let grow me faster. More clients. That's <laughs> yes. it. I yeah. can't fix this piece, so I'm going to compound over here. Mm. I can't. I can't fix the people part, so I'm just going to keep hammering on the numbers and the profit margins and keep pushing the people, and that just compounds everything. Fixing and focus, man. That's what the curse is. It's like we just think we can fix all the stuff, and in reality, if you had that person, the no session you talked about, I'm telling you, that would be huge. It's like, (laughs) hey, man, Mike, you're going to pay me $100 on Friday, and I'm just going to say. (laughs) isn't. I mean, I would say that. My wife is definitely that. I know I better myself. I would be dead. I would be dead. 
it, because of my entrepreneurial world. Of, of we just had Sean C. on the podcast, mm. and he said that. He, he wanted to start an Athens church like when he was in seminary or something. And his wife said no, and it was, and he said he's like the voice of God spoke to me, and the and it sounded just like my wife. She said no, <laughs> so it wasn't not yet, right? Yeah, it's so true. But because they can see, like, hey, big shot, you're not as much of a big shot. As yeah, you know, yeah, are. yeah. I know, you know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> yes, you dial it down a notch, but that is good. So staying focused is such an important part of being an entrepreneur, and it's so easy for us to lose it. And you said it because we get bored. We just get bored. Right, it's yeah. like it's growing. I want to go fix something, so let me find something to fix instead of being like, no, 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 no. Let me focus on like the the potential of greatness right in front of me. Right. But for whatever reason, we're kind of like, well, I've I've conquered that. Like I feel like I'm kind of at the peak of this mountain. Which you never. That's the thing is, I've never maximized any of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could be like on paper, I should be a lot wealthier than I am if I would have just stuck in my lane. And did what I was good at. I'm really good at growing a business from zero to here. To here, yeah. But I don't. I've never done it from here to here. Yeah. Because we always are. Because we pivot to the next thing. Other things. Yeah. Or, well, is it? Yeah. I mean, I always found it really peculiar in grad school when they were like, "Well, the entrepreneur was forced out after a certain amount of time." I'm like, damn it, that's his business. How did they force him out, and why did he do that? Well, yeah, it's not his skill set. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not my skill set to run a big business. I don't need to be doing that. I don't like people. People don't like me. I mean, I'm just being real. Yeah. I can train and educate, but I need to get out of that room quickly thereafter. So I think part of the curse is this. I think that we are drawn to and we like the idea of fixing the problems that we know that we can fix. Mm. And that's where the distraction comes. So I see this opportunity. I'm like, oh, I could fix that. I already know I have the skill set. Instead of the the grind piece, and I don't mean this in the hustle and grind like vernacular that we hear all the times. I mean the grind piece from the farmer aspect of like the grind of like you're gonna do the same boring thing tomorrow that you did today. You're gonna sow those seeds. And you're gonna reap a harvest because that's how success happens. We're like, well, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I can go pick the fruit off this tree right now, man, because exactly. I know how to do that. I know how to fix it. Instead of saying like, no, 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 you're just gonna get incrementally better. You're not going to be the big shot. You're not going to be the superstar. You're just going to get 1% better today so you can tackle the next tiny little small problem you get no glory from. But I'm like, but no, I want to go, I want to go get the glory over here. It's a lot easier. And that's the freaking that's thing, the man. Like, I can't stay focused focus, on like yeah. getting 1% better because I want to make a 50% difference over here. I want to go buy the, the penny stock that has the potential. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that's, it's just, that's yeah. the draw, like the, the, the glory, like let me be the big shot piece. And it's so hard to turn that freaking thing off. Even when we know it's like the the moth going toward, there's some Disney movie and moth it's like, don't, don't do it, don't do it. And the moth's like, the light's so pretty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it the, is so true. That's, that's, the, that's for all of us. It's that challenge of wanting to go tackle that thing. Yeah, it is. and for me, what I've finally learned is there are people at our companies that you tell them how to make a hamburger, They'll make it that way day after day, oh, yeah. and they love it. They just want to make the hamburger, and they will continue to make it the same way until you tell them, we're going to change the way we make a hamburger. Now, I've learned to stay out of the kitchen because they're the cooks, and mm-hmm. if I'm in the kitchen, yeah. it's wrong. So I feel like I'm really good at setting up a system and allowing them to do it, but, man, I don't need to be in there with them. I need to be supporting them. And so I guess the only thing I've learned out of all this is, I can't do what they do. Find good people to put around you that are way better at than you. And that's what you hear this adage all the time, but till again it becomes heart knowledge. Like I can't 
I may have an MBA and I may can operate books, but I shouldn't be the one because I, let's face it, when's the last time I've reconciled a checking account? Yeah. Entrepreneurs don't even do that. They need professionals that do what they're not going to do. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it said from a knowledge and wisdom standpoint, like knowledge is knowing like how to do something and wisdom is knowing like if you should do it or not. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. I think, again, a lot of times that's that the entrepreneur aspect of it is that we want to go do these things and wisdom would tell us or our wives might tell us like, maybe you shouldn't <laughs> yes. do that. Yeah. Uh, our wise wives. Um, Mike, I want to ask you this question, man, as we land the plane, Chad, that's land part, of our, plane, that's part of our vision land statement, ride a plane some way. Um, if the current version of Mike Usry, the 2021 Mike Usry could, could say a couple things to the, the young Mike Usry budding entrepreneur, you know, what are a couple of things that you would share? Because there are some young Mike Ustries listening to this that maybe this is their chance, Mike, to listen to the guy at the bar. Like, <laughs> you're the guy at the bar again. If Karen's listening to this, she's like, no, he ain't. <laughs> you're not the guy behind the bar. You're the guy sitting at the bar right now. You're the, you are the, aren't going to listen to this. I'm going to guarantee you right now. No, they're not. <laughs> you're the guy sitting the, you're the guy that just sold the bar yeah. coming into the new bar owner to have conversation what do you say to that guy that young mike ustry um because again i know a lot of people like we all we could we could we you said you're talking about yourself but i could see myself behind that bar as you're talking telling that story what are the things you'd share with the young entrepreneur that would help guide them on the path to wisdom be humble you can't do everything Learn your skill set, but learn yourself. Learn who you are. Because I didn't know who I was. Mm. I thought I was everything. So that boils down. I mean, it's the simple fact of life for everybody. Do what you do. Stay in your lane and be humble. You need community. That's it. I mean, that would, if, it, if it would have sunk in then, I think I would have been a lot better off. Yeah. And just, what's funny with that, too, is like some of that, you said you, spe- you, you played special teams and – college and like that's a pretty clear like special teams kind of like hey man you're running on the field here like stay in your lane stay in your lane do your job yeah like don't be the big shot yeah you got you got a role to play play your role and even as the owner of the business i have a role to play i don't need to get out of like website web development marketing psychology that's my wheelhouse I can tell you what's right and wrong in a piece of marketing literature like that. I can't tell you a lot of other things, and I don't need to be. That's where I need to play. Love it. Chad Brown, future owner of Mel's Lounge. <laughs> no, he's not, because we're going to stop it. My, my <laughs> wife has already vetoed that purchase. Um, I actually had a phone call with a business partner uh, yeah. already set up uh, to purchase. We heard about some... Uh, some unfortunate events that happened there in the mm. in the winter, but um, but yeah, nope, that's been vetoed. So unfortunate for them, fortunate for you. <laughs> I, absolutely, I think we've all learned. It took twenty years to get here, but that exact uh, reference, uh, Mike, and advice you just laid out is stay in our lane, and we don't know everything. We're not doing everything. We got to listen. We got to empower other people and stop trying to micromanage or just do it all because it just doesn't work and it causes some pretty significant personal issues uh, mm-hmm. all the way around. And so, I mean, this has been so freaking fun and exciting and educational, man. Thank you for joining us and uh, our listeners, ton of knowledge today. It, 
any young entrepreneur out there, anybody trying to grow a business. Hey, I'm going to hit you up on the on the business. on the word usage there because I'm going to say the thing is. It, there's definitely a knowledge play, but it's the wisdom in this episode. Like, yeah, it, it's the wisdom, there was yeah. so much wisdom that you've given an opportunity for our listeners to like to accept. They can accept it or they, re- they can reject it, right? But that's straight up wisdom that you've dropped on us today, man. So I appreciate you sharing your story, especially with so much vulnerability of being able to like, give. I mean, yeah. I, I just you, you gave me the mental image of you at that Delta counter, and I felt like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I felt it because I was like, oh man, I experienced that, that yeah. same thing. So we appreciate you sharing with us, man. Thanks for dropping your knowledge and your wisdom on our Entrepreneur Adventure podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. If you're a fan of the Entrepreneur Adventure podcast, we would love to hear about it. You can leave us a review right here on your favorite podcast app. You can subscribe to the podcast or you can find us on Instagram at The Entrepreneur Adventure. Until next time, thank you for joining us.